Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a former therapist, a highly sensitive person, and a boundary setting coach for highly sensitive people. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a boundary setting coach for highly sensitive people. I help highly sensitive people pleasers prioritize their needs and reclaim their time and energy. I want to remind you about my upcoming masterclass, Boundary Setting for Highly Sensitive People, which will be on Tuesday, September 12th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and I will be giving you an overview of how to set boundaries as a highly sensitive person, including why setting boundaries is so important for HSPs, how to identify and acknowledge your own needs, how to communicate your needs to others, how to cope with feelings of guilt and anxiety, and how to actually start setting boundaries in your life. This masterclass is only $23, and I will be sharing a lot of information and answering your questions. So my hope is that you will walk away from this masterclass actually able to start setting boundaries in your life, even if they're just small, which is the first step, is setting small boundaries and working from there. So I really want to give you practical steps that you can implement in your own life. So I'd love to see you there. And if you want to attend, but you can't make it to the live class, I will be sending the recording to everyone who registers. So you can watch it at a time that works better for you. So register if you want to see it, no matter if you can make it live or not. And I will put the link to register in the episode description. And you can also register by going to my website, laurenlasallecoaching.com. So today's guest was such a pleasure to talk to. And when I was editing this episode, there were so many moments where I wanted to write down what she said and make it like a quote uh, in an Instagram post or something, because she just had so many great things to share that I really agreed with. So my guest today is Anina Eklund, and she is a certified life coach, workshop and retreat facilitator with her master's in holistic health education with 20 plus years of experience working as a coach. She is passionate about connecting people with their authentic self and innate gifts. She has developed a proven life purpose and health program, Dare to Be Real, to boost people's self-esteem and confidence, helping them to accept and love who they are and help them design a fulfilling life in accordance with their true self in alignment with their potential. Anina has a background as a management consultant and has facilitated leadership training programs worldwide and in Fortune 500 companies. She has founded and led several support networks, conducted speaking engagements, and facilitated workshop series since 2006. Anina coaches and facilitates in English, Swedish, and Norwegian. So she talks about having a family of HSPs and what those dynamics are like, about growing and learning together as a family, how she dealt with some physical sensitivities, and how she identified her life's purpose, meaning who she is here to be, and how that positively impacted her relationships, including her relationship with herself. If you enjoy this episode and you want to hear more from Anina, or if you just want to hear more of the podcast in general, become a subscriber on Spotify or on Patreon, and next week you can hear her tips for dealing with conflict and feedback in a bonus episode. 
So by becoming a subscriber, you will get access to not only ad-free episodes, but two bonus episodes a month. So this means that you will be getting four episodes each month instead of two. Becoming a subscriber only costs $5 a month, and I really, really appreciate the support. And either place you subscribe, you will get the same content. So if you're not listening on Spotify, subscribe on Patreon. You get the same thing either way. And I will put those links in the episode description. So as always, if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email all of that to me at lauren at laurenthecellcoaching.com. And you can find out more about my coaching programs as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasellcoaching.com. All right, here is my conversation with Anina. So what was your experience like discovering that you're highly sensitive? It was actually a huge relief because I thought that there was something wrong with me for the longest time. And understanding that my sensitivities uh, are not that unique. You know, we are about 20% of the population, I think, that are highly sensitive. So for me, it felt like I had some colleagues <laughs> in my sensitivity. And uh, yeah, and it also went in alignment with my already discovered belief that we need to, you know, see, accept and love ourselves for who we are. But it was just another puzzle piece to that insight uh, that felt very good. And having listened to your podcasts, which I find really amazing and very educational, it just brings more and more clarity to, uh, you know, how I operate, how other people operate, because I'm actually, I have a family of highly sensitive people. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was, it has been very, very, very helpful and good. Oh, good. Do you remember how long ago it was that you discovered this? Well, the interesting thing is that I received a book um, in Norwegian, because I'm Norwegian, um, that talked about it. But, you know, I, I didn't connect and uh, to to that at all at the time. I didn't even think I read it. And so it was maybe just in the last maybe couple of years that, you know, that term and that, um, yeah, that, that, uh, I mean, I know it's not a diagnosis, but what do you call it? Uh, uh, that description or that character trait, you know, has really uh, helped me understand myself much better. And that's nice that it helps you understand your family better, too, and I'm sure help them understand themselves as well. Yes, if, for sure. So I have uh, two daughters who are very uh, introspective and um, wise beyond their age, I would say, because they have, have had a lot of challenges uh, on different levels, and uh, that brings about much more uh, introspection. Uh, so my, when I told my eldest daughter, who is now 29, that I am highly sensitive, and she said, 
what you know i am highly sensitive are you highly sensitive <laughs> so you know because we are highly sensitive in in very different ways but i'm for sure i have all almost all i tick all the boxes <laughs> well that's nice so do you find that learning about this like as your family learns about this how has that changed any dynamics maybe that that you have mm so um you know acceptance of one another is a big has been a big um shift you know mindset shift that you know we cannot change another person and you know first of all we cannot change them they can only change uh how they operate uh and relate to their own maybe sensitivities um, by choice but i could i can change my attitude towards their sensitivities uh but it in the beginning it was a little hard for me to accept you know that my husband for example was very sensitive to certain things like he couldn't accept that we were arguing the girls and i and i think it is really important for us to 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 argue sometimes and and um solve our own conflicts mm-hmm. uh, but he would you know because he's so sensitive to conflict he would come and interject and uh, but i had to really tell him that that is really not uh, the best you know way to get us to get along you know uh, and um, yeah so there it's been it's been quite a, a journey to figure out how to operate with one another and live in harmony but we have we have really grown as a family and um uh and and today I think that we have a, a lot more understanding and respect for one another's sensitivities and needs and um, try to um, yeah, be compassionate, um, which we naturally are. But it's, it's harder to be more com- to be compassionate within your own family as you're walking on top of one another and you trigger one another much more. Right. Yeah, I found that with because my my parents are both highly sensitive too, like sort of in different ways. And as we've all learned more about it, we've we've noticed the same thing that we're all more compassionate toward each other. We understand each other better. We know where we're coming from. And um, yeah, it's just I think it's a really nice thing when when families recognize this trait and you can be better to each other because you can you can understand each other a little bit better. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And it is a gift, I must say, you know, I would much rather have highly sensitive uh, family members because their their sensitivity bring about, you know, some qualities about them that makes them see and experience things so much deeper and um, teaching me to you know, be more respectful in general, you know, of differences. And I I see my girls, for example, uh, being my best teachers, telling me to, you know, quiet your voice, you know, you're speaking too loud, you are, you are speaking too fast. And I think that a lot of people probably think that, but they don't say it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's teaching me to be much, more uh, in tune or or aware of how I come across to people 
Right. And it's nice that you can take that feedback in too and not feel defensive about it and say, oh, this is actually something that I need to work on. Mm. So I think that's a nice dynamic. Yes. It has not always been (laughs) so easy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it all depends on how it is delivered, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. So, (laughs) uh, but, you know, that is also something that I, you know, we are trying to teach one another that we need to give constructive feedback if we want to see a change and also to have real deep conversations about childhood wounds or, you know, traumas or, you know, maybe not traumas, but yeah, maybe even some traumatic experiences that we talk through them so that they are not trigger points that cause us a very strong emotional reaction. And so I have really invited the girls to to share anything, you know, all the mistakes that I've done in the past so that they do not feel like they need to carry these wounds from the past. And we can and I can apologize uh, for for, you know, not having been sensitive or attentive enough to their needs um, when they were younger, when they were not able to articulate what it is that they wanted and needed. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a really, a wonderfully healing environment that you kind of set up there. So that's really nice. Yeah, no, it is. uh, Thank you for saying that. For me, connection is my highest value. And so when I feel that we are connected, you know, like I connect to each one of my family members, I feel harmony and peace and joy and I am the most creative and I have the most energy to give. Um, You know, my heart is wide open. But if there is a disconnect, it really has a negative impact on me. Uh, It it, uh, impacts my my. uh, Yeah my 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 breathing i i feel you know i feel a little anxious because it's so important for me to witness my family members feeling um seen and loved and appreciated and alive you know this is what i'm all about is to to bring about love and aliveness so when if i have then caused something that has had a negative impact or and prevented that sense of aliveness uh you know I feel bad yeah mm-hmm. and but sometimes it's not even me you know sometimes it comes from them you know they are unhappy about something yeah but it it does still have have an impact on me be, being very sensitive I I cannot just put that aside and just like continue doing something you know right yeah that makes sense so I know when we were emailing about what to talk about on the podcast, you said that you have had some situations that you've overcome um, in your past that have helped you become who you are today. So what um, do you have anything in particular that you you wanted to talk about? I'm really I'm really interested to hear what you've you've been through. Yes, I've been through so many things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so so one of my uh sensitivities have been around food you know I was I was always very bloated and I had so much stomach aches and then when I became more in tune with my body and I started to notice how certain foods did not you know I didn't digest them well 
And I don't know where it all originated. It could be because I was growing up in an environment that was quite, uh, yeah, some, a little hostile, you know, and uh, I was having a lot of anxiety. So I I stopped really breathing fully. And I think that had a really negative impact on my digestive system. And so, but, but, but still, you know, I had these digestive problems and, uh, and I didn't listen to my body when I, you know, ate, I just was so used to having pain. But then when I started paying more attention after I took my master's in holistic health education, I became much more attuned with like how the food impacted me. And then when I started excluding certain foods just to experiment and all of a sudden it completely changed my life, you know, when I removed certain uh, nutrients from my diet and it had such an impact also on my mind, you know, and, and my emotions because I was much more aligned and at peace with myself. So that is one example of, of uh, the physical, but, and uh, I also had a lot of like back problems from an early age. And I think that I was so sensitive uh, to to my to my environment and my posture was so bad as a child you know pr- to protect my heart and so I started going to physical therapy already as a 12 year old and um, you know I, I had really serious problems in my early 20s with sciatic nerve problems I couldn't sit for a very long time and when I then got into yoga and meditation in my twenties, I, I was able to heal that by, by, um, you know, opening up my heart and understanding that, you know, I, uh, yeah, I think that there was a combination of, of several factors, uh, building my inner strength and understanding myself made me dare to be myself more, to show up as my real self in combination with yoga and meditation allowed me to really get rid of that, that physical ailment. Uh, So that is another example. And, um, and then on a, you know, human connection level, I used to be very critical and judgmental of myself. I was so consumed with my weaknesses and all the, yeah, all my incompetencies, I would say. And um, and this had, an, you know, the more you focus on the negative, the more they, they show up in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And it really impacted my relationships. And I had a hard time connecting with people because I was so disconnected from myself. And one day when I was around 40 years old, uh, I just woke up one day in such agony and and pain and I was crying I felt like you know I'm struggling so much I've been struggling for so many years and I had promised myself as a 15 year old to not walk in the footsteps of my mother who was struggling a lot but here I was having struggled and so I said to myself I gotta change I I you know my life have to change and uh from that moment, you know, I felt like I was ready to do whatever it took. And 
I somehow connected with the universe. You know, I I felt like I I give up controlling or trying to control life, and then. I got this kind of download of that I needed to identify my life purpose to to you know and and which I I got this model that that came to me and uh where I was able to just see myself and and understand myself much deeper and from that moment on um and when I discovered my purpose, not in what I'm here to do, but who I'm here to be, I could show up with so much more power and energy and enthusiasm and joy. And, you know, then all my relationship changed because my relationship to myself changed. And so that was really, um, yeah, that was life transforming. And that journey has just been unbelievably empowering uh, and uh, a blessing and that is that is what I'm passionate about sharing with others you know like I love to help to discover people's purpose and heal their childhood wounds and and see what's unique about them and help them to really appreciate and love themselves for who they are wow that's that's great. I I'm glad you gave a couple different types of examples too because I'm sure a lot of people listening are dealing with, you know, physical pain or just like you were saying struggling with self-confidence, self-esteem. Mm. So I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that. Mm. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about like your your the program that kind of came to you and and things that you did for yourself and how you help other people. Yes, so so the program is uh, where I either guide people in a group setting. You know, I um, do like a workshop series because I believe very much in the power of groups when we journey together and help to see one another and mirror one another and support one another in our personal growth work, it has such an impact. You know, it it really is a, a, yeah, more powerful, I would say, than one-to-one, even though, you know, one-to-one is great as well. You know, group, groups are are even more <laughs> uh, more more uh, transformational but um the program is based on five principles that i build my workshops and and uh, courses around and i i see every human being as a star <laughs> and that we are meant to kind of shine as the star that we are and um i look at you know what is it that makes people come alive you know what are the specific activities that make them come alive and so uh, I help them to discover that I I look at what are their unique talents skills uh, strengths you know that that is special about them which is a and I use different tests in order to help them discover that then I identify you know, their values and needs and wants, you know, which are all intertwined, you know, that makes up, you know, really how they would would like to live their lives if it was perfect. And that helps them to discover and understand their emotions so much better. Because 
oftentimes we are very reactive and emotional when we don't uh, know or can articulate our values. And after we know that, we can ask for what we need and want. Uh, and instead of being victimized or reactive to when we are not getting our needs met. Yeah. And then I look at uh, our history, what we have experienced in our lives. Um, you know, we are all unique in that way that we have different experiences and those make up also who we are and and the strengths that we have you know we if we have overcome so much even the worst experiences can be transformed into a gift if we choose to uh, heal the childhood wound or the wound that we have experienced and and find the strength in it and then i finally look at our soul as uh, energy. I, I learned many, like 20 years ago, that we have a, a unique uh, soul energy uh, and that there are nine energy types, soul energy types. And by understanding our energy type, we can also understand more about our purpose. And so I kind of put all these things together in a little melting pot, and then I help each and every one to develop a life purpose statement which becomes like a mantra, a reminder of who they are when they are the most compelling, when they, you know, shine their light the most. And I encourage them to keep on just reminding themselves of who they are and show up as much as possible with all of who they are in the world, sharing their gifts and talents, living their values, engaging with what makes them come alive and feel proud of their journey and um, yeah, and, and share their energy. So, um, and this is what I hope to see will be uh, mainstream, you know, in school systems as well, you know, that children get to understand that they have a unique purpose and so um, they are not going through that assembly line, which I feel like school system is is to has at least has been is maybe changing slowly a little bit, trying to see each child and their uniqueness. But but um, still, we are too um, uh, disconnected from our gifts. Um, um, you know, as we grow up, unless we have parents or caretakers that really mirrors the, our our qualities. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a, an amazing program. And I, I, I love that. I think in general, HSPs really want to help other people figure out who they are, live authentically as themselves, figure out what their gifts and their talents are. And maybe that's because it for a lot of us, it took us a while to figure that out for ourselves and to feel confident with who we are. So I love that you're doing that and that you're supporting people in a group too, I think is like you were saying, just extra helpful um, to have mm -hmm. to have all of those people together. That sounds like a wonderful program. Yes. Yeah, well, thank you. No, you, you are so right. I, I It came out of my own pain, you know, this, and this is a fuel 
to help others because I don't want people to suffer like I have suffered, uh, you know, and, um, and I think that there are so many people out there who are just floundering and feeling like, you know, who am I? What do I want? What is my path? You know, they're just roaming and living up in their minds. And when they get to know themselves fully, they know that, you know, I'm an oak tree or I'm a birch tree or I'm a sunflower, you know, metaphorically, you know, I am this, this is who I am. And then they don't have to compare themselves or feel less than or better than, you know, they are just who they are. And that's plenty. And, uh, and from there on, you know, they get plugged in and switched on, as I say, you know, to do what they're meant to do in the world. Yeah, I think that makes such a difference too, when you do know yourself really well, and you feel comfortable with who you are, or at least as as comfortable as anyone can feel with who they are. <laughs> and yes, and yes. like it, it, inspired you to to do this to help people and I found the same thing with myself once I I felt like oh this is who I am and I'm good with that and and I want to be able to help other people feel this way and and then in turn when when the people that we help are feeling great about themselves that that you know it's like a butterfly effect it just everybody can be the best version of of themselves and I I think that's just such a wonderful thing Yes, no, I love that you say that. And what difference has it made to you after you started this podcast, which is so warmly welcomed, I think, around the world? You know, you have listeners from around the world and it's uh, it's really high quality, your, your interviews, I must say. Uh, but what difference has it made to you to run this show? Yeah, that's a, it's kind of a weird thing because I... I don't get a lot of feedback about it. I don't get to connect with a lot of people who listen to it besides the people that I have on as guests. So I can see that the the listens keep growing and the the number of um, subscribers keeps growing. And so I think I must be doing something right. <laughs> um, so I just, I keep on doing it. And, and I'm just kind of assuming that people are getting a lot out of it because they keep on coming back and more people keep coming to it. So that's been really cool. I do wish I got to connect with more people though. And I love having guests on because then like, I didn't know you'd listen to this so much and that's, that's wonderful. Like it, it adds an extra cool factor, I guess, <laughs> to having you on. Yes. Here. <laughs> yes. And I love, I actually love promoting um, creative people. I think that uh, if with more people help to promote creative people and help them to become more visible you know, uh, more, more creative people would become more successful. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can all uh, make a little difference uh, to, to uh, beautiful creative souls, uh, which uh, speaks very much to my heart because creative souls are often heart centered, uh, soulful people. And we need uh, those type of people to be more visible in the world and, because they, I believe they create more harmony and balance in, in this quite, uh, you know, tough world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being able to support someone in what's probably their passion or one of their, their passions, something that really gives them life, I think is, is really meaningful to them too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about that we haven't covered yet? I mean, I'm sure we could go on forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, I encourage the listeners uh, to really get to know themselves uh, deeply and to connect with themselves. You know, the way I connect with myself is I, uh, because I think that connecting with ourselves is really, really crucial to uh, be able to show up in the world as we want to show up. And I don't know about how it is for you, but I think for highly sensitive people, connecting with ourselves is so important, but we don't really know always how to. And to find out when do you feel most aligned, most at peace with yourself, yeah, most alive, most at peace, most connected to your heart uh, so that you can meet and greet the world the way you want to. Uh, and I find that, for example, with myself, that I journal right in the morning and I, um, you know, do some form of exercise, whether it's yoga or some kind of gym thing or biking or walking in nature uh, will help me to meet and greet the world from my center where I kind of stand more in my power rather than if I just kind of wake up and just meet and greet the world directly. And there's lots of noise that would throw me off the center. Uh, because I, so, so this is something I, I, um, I really believe in and, and encourage people to. And, uh, also, uh, I want to encourage people uh, to be uh, to to dare to show up as their unique self, you know, and try to identify their unique gifts uh, that they have to offer in uh, in the world, and and start sharing their energy uh, and light in the world. So I that's kind of like my what I wish the the audience here to to to. Uh, incorporate more into their lives, you know, to feel that their lives are richer and more balanced. So how can people connect with you? So uh, they can connect with me. um, They can send me an email, which is uh, my Anina at Ninergy.com, which is sounds very like a mouthful. I'm under Instagram, also under an energy. So why the name an energy? Well, it's a Nina with energy kind of combined, you know. Um, but I think that you will have that under in the notes, right? Yes. Uh, and yeah, and uh, also my my website is and my first and last name aninaeklund.coach is one of my websites i have another one that is aninergy.com but you know if you'd like to talk to me and connect with me send me uh, send me an email uh, and i would love to chat uh, i'd love to connect with people so um yeah that's that's probably the best best way to reach me Great. Yeah. And I'll put all of those links and, and your email address in the uh, episode description. So people can just yeah. go right to there and not worry about spelling. <laughs> yeah. Well, very good. Yes. It, my, my name is a bit unique, uh, you know, A-N-I-N-E uh, and pronounced an E-N-E. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> 
Well, great. Well, thank you so much for, for being here. And I'm, I love that you've been listening to the podcast for a long time and now you're on it. That, that yes, really I feel so honored and grateful <laughs> and excited about that. And I can't wait to share it with people. Oh, yes, great. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're doing right. such beautiful work. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for listening to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. You can help support the show by taking a minute to rate and review it, share a favorite episode with a friend, or go to patreon.com slash highly sensitive podcast.